Where's Agent Barton? Hawk. Up in his nest as usual. Multiverse Monologues presents... Have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. I'm making up for some lost time. Marvel's Hawkeye After Show. This is some Christmas. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Multiverse Monologues. I'm Ethan Wetzloff. I'm Ben Rayside. Today is December 16th. We are, what, five hours away? Five hours hours away from seeing what may be the biggest film of our lifetime no way home holy cow holy cow <laughs> we are so close and just the hype around this movie is insane and me and ben just had to calm down for however long we're gonna record this and talk to you guys about hawkeye because it's really unfortunate and I said it last week, and I'll say it again, that Hawkeye, this fantastic show, is coming out right around this huge movie. Because it's, as I said, fantastic. The last episode holds nothing back, and we get the beginning, Yelena. We're just going to get right into it. There's going to be full spoilers. This is going to be the full breakdown. And All right, one second before we yeah. jump into Hawkeye. I just okay. want to say, my cousin... I'm at work. My okay, cousin, yeah, yeah. He, mm -hmm. he calls me today, and he just said, "Me and my sister, we." His name's Tyler. My cousin Tyler called me today. He said, "Me and my sister, we've just watched through all the Spider-Man movies," and he said, "We're beyond hyped for this movie," and he said, "It is due to you, your Instagram page, and your podcast." No way. Yeah. He said, "The going on Instagram every day and seeing my." Uh, uh, two days left till No Way Home. Seeing those posts has got him beyond hype today to see No Way Home. He saw it at four, so he's seeing it right now. I'm so hyped for him. We're seeing it at nine. We still got some time. But that just brought joy to me, and I knew it'd bring joy to you, Ben, that his hype is because of what we've been the work we've been doing here. This does put a smile on my face. And he, it really does. He called me. The main question he had was, so we're seeing Spider-Man today, and I just wanted to know, should we watch the Venom movies? Mm. So I gave him the real answer. I said no, because you don't have I to. I don't think you do, honestly. The one post credit scene from Venom 2 would really tie into it, but I don't think you really need I think that's... They put it there as a nod to fans. So if you stay at the end, you know that he may show up in this movie. But if he shows up either way, it's going to be a surprise. So I really don't think you need to see him. I think you're right. Yeah. But that is awesome, Tyler. We appreciate your support, and uh, we're glad that you're very hyped because we certainly are. <laughs> he said, Ethan, I was thinking about this to watch these Venom movies. But I was like, no, nah, I'll call Ethan. He's the first person I thought of. So That's that, awesome. I'm just hyped. Let's go. That is hype. All right. Now we, now we can dive into Hawkeye. Now we can dive in. All right. So we'll go through this piece by piece. Yep. So Hawkeye's fifth episode opens with a flashback to 2018 when Yelena and a friend tried deprogramming a Black Widow assassin named Anna. Yelena and her partner discover that Anna wasn't brainwashed and has been working as a hired assassin for someone. Yelena proceeds to take a bathroom break when suddenly she fades to dust. She then proceeds to turn back into solid human form. From her point of view, 
She was dusted for a couple seconds. Yelena quickly realized that it's been five years later and she has one thing on her mind, finding Natasha. And this by far was one of the greatest intros to a Marvel show that we've ever got. It might, it might be the greatest. Seeing the effect of the snap on a regular human being, we hadn't gotten that before. And seeing that it literally takes just a fraction of a second and boom, you're right back there. And then you see the walls change colors and five seconds for her is five years for everyone else, which is just crazy to think about. And I love seeing it and how they did it in this episode. It, it, it was done so well. And it's just a question we've all had. Mm -hmm. How would it look to be snapped like that? Because we've seen, a, we saw, what's her face? Monica Rambeau come back yes. in WandaVision. But it was different. Mm -hmm. We didn't see the start and end of the process. We just saw the end. Her comeback in the hospital, correct? Yep. And but this, we literally see it from Yelena's point of view, and it is legit five seconds. Very quick. It, I didn't think it was going to be that quick, and it was just so abrupt. But again, continuing, Yelena was the best part of Black Widow, in my I, I think. And seeing her again in this whole episode, without getting too far anyway, it's just it's great to see her back again, and she. Florence Pugh, I think, plays her so well, hilariously, and also this person who is desperate, who has lost five years of her life, who wants revenge for Hawkeye. And and really, when you get down to it, there it's a lot. There's a lot more to it. But we'll we'll talk about that when we get to it. But I love seeing yeah. her back again. And we can assume that, or how far after. Her coming back, do you think the end credit scene of Black Widow is? Yeah. Do you think it's really close in the timeline or what? It got, it's it, at most it's gotta be a few months. Yeah. Because she's she I mean, she is a black widow. She knows how to find people. And so I think through the chain, she would find out that hey, Black Widow is dead. She we see her at the grave in the end credit scene of Black Widow. And she's sitting there mourning her death. And then we get this character, Val who was introduced in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, come up and say, Hawkeye's the one who killed her. Mm -hmm. This is your next assignment. Well, I don't think she says that, actually, but do you want revenge? This is where you find it. Mm -hmm. Hawkeye is the person responsible. And in a way, it's true. It's because of Black Widow that Hawkeye is here. But obviously, I really, I really hope we get a scene in the next episode where he tells her, hey, listen, it wasn't because of me. I did not want her because Clint's been dealing with this guilt and he deals with it again in this episode of the fact that he's still here and Black Widow is not. So I'd love to see a scene where he kind of talks through that with Black Widow's sister. Yes, we we absolutely need that scene. Yeah, I really liked how they advanced Yelena's story already. And we'll talk about it more in a minute here. But they just did everything I wanted them to do in this episode to set up for a great episode six. Mm -hmm. All right. So from there, the episode returns to present day action. In wake of being rejected by Clint, Kate returns home, dejected, and finds some very finds a very sympathetic Eleanor waiting for her. Eleanor does a pretty good job at comforting her daughter in the scene, doesn't she? And I like how you put sympathetic because right away when she comes home, you see it on Eleanor's face that she is literally like. She is stressed. She mm -hmm. is concerned. She does care 
for her daughter. And it's literally when you're when you're watching that, I was so surprised because you get this character who, and it turns out when we get to it, um, I'll give you the accolades that you deserve. But you get this character who may not be who she says she is. She's very shady, but at her very core, and she says it, Kate is the one she cares about more than anything else. And you yeah. see it on her face. And I like that little exchange of dialogue that they have um, when they're sitting on her bed. And she's like, I bet you regret buying me that bow. And she's yeah. like, sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. It's it's who you are. And I think this is probably who you're going to end up growing into. Yeah, yeah. She can see it right there. And I, I do like that little moment. I mean, the actress who plays Eleanor, I don't know her name, but she's been in a ton of stuff. Conjuring, Godzilla, and a bunch of other stuff and she's a f fantastic actress so she can sell it really well so whether she is i don't think she is acting though i think she really does care for kate yeah and to me the best part about this scene was when kate tells eleanor i really thought i could be one of them mm. she kate from the age of 2012 however old she was has wanted to be an avenger she's wanted to be hawkeye and when Clint rejects her, she really, she takes that hard. And you see it in her. And that's one of the things that is different about Kate in this episode. We see her take on, as you said before, we were talking about this. She takes on a more serious role in this. She's not the jokey, you know, character that we've grown to know her as right next to Clint, who is the more serious. Now she is that. Mm -hmm. And it's because she's been through this whole thing. She's been in the action. She's been rejected by Clint, rightfully so, because it's very dangerous. And I like, I like where that takes her in this episode in, I think, the very next scene, right? Yeah. So one more thing about that scene is Kate tells Eleanor about Jack Duquesne, mm. how he's been involved in Sloan Limited and that she saw his name in the company. And that, who was it? It was Laura who discovered that information. So this is when this is revealed to Eleanor. And we'll discuss it more later. But it was pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. <laughs> All right. After her mom's pep talk, Kate heads back to her apartment to collect some things. To her surprise, Yelena is waiting there for her with some boxed macaroni and cheese. <laughs> and this was, without a doubt, my favorite scene in the episode. Because... Again, Florence Pugh just kills it as Yelena. The, I, and this is the kind of comedy that I like because it's not thrown at your face. Mm -hmm. It's not comedy for comedy's sake. It's not a joke that you watch and laugh at the first time. And then the next time you see it, it's, oh, yeah, I remember liking that joke. It's, I, I rewatched it again today for this discussion, and I found myself laughing again. And it, it, like, it's because she plays her so well. Florence Pugh's line delivery <laughs> yes. for, for every line is just hilarious. I, it's awesome. She, yeah. Without getting into the big topics of discussion, <laughs> she says something that's very interesting. And it's her first time in New York and she wants to go see some things. And we'll plug No Way Home just a little bit in this episode. She says she wants to see the new and improved Statue of Liberty. Ooh, which we have seen in the no way home trailer right and me and you texted about this today these two this show and the movie could coincide more than we think and it it got me thinking 
back when Winter Soldier first came out. Because I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was airing at that time. Mm -hmm. And I think it came out on Tuesday nights. So there was that Tuesday night we had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then the Winter Soldier movie came out. Then that next Tuesday, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was affected by what happened in the movie. S.H.I.E.L.D. had collapsed. Hydra had infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D., which we found out. And you immediately see the side effects in that following week. So I don't think they'll do that with Hawkeye, but the MCU has done it before. So it got me really intrigued by it. So in this case, No Way Home would happen and everything would go down. Mm -hmm. And then this next week on Hawkeye, we would see sort of the effects of that on that universe. Because this has to be taking place either during or before the events of No Way Home because, quote-unquote, No Way Home is going to be insane. And by the time most people are listening to this, they've already seen No Way Home. So yep. they're either calling us idiots or super hyper-intelligent. But we haven't seen it yet. We're seeing it in five hours. So <laughs> we'll be kicking ourselves too, but this will be up before then. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. So do you have anything else you want to point out in this discussion? Um. Uh, hold on. Let me check my thoughts. Here, I got a few more details yeah, I can yeah. read from it. So, Yelena tells Kate uh, she's there to kill Clint and that she's he's the reason Natasha's dead. Mm. Yelena reveals that someone hired her to do it. We then cut to Clint. Or, yeah, we'll, we'll end there for No, now. yes. I, we find out that she's there to kill him. And Kate is baffled by this. And she's like, Hawkeye would never, ever do this. He's not capable of doing this. He liked, and him and Natasha were good friends. And she goes, how long have you known Clint? Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, about a week. And she was like, well, you may not know. And I like what she says as well as a commentary on the Avengers. And he's like, Clint was an Avenger. She, he saved the universe. Mm -hmm. And she, uh, Yelena's like, what does that word even mean nowadays? You know, how can you forgive him? For his past. Why is everyone just giving him a pass for his five years of slaying criminals in the underworld? Why would, why, why would you do this? And I don't know. Maybe Kate's kind of thinking, oh, yeah, maybe she, maybe she makes a good point. Maybe this person that I've idolized for so long is not really who he says he is. Now, we know that Clint is absolutely right. I mean, we haven't seen those five years, but we saw really the end of it when Black Widow brought him out. And I think... If you were to have that conversation between Yelena and Clint that we talked about before, I think that would help him in his grieving process of Black Widow. If his sister was to sit there and forgive him, I think it would really help him in getting past his death. Because we really do see that he's not over it. Mm -hmm. This whole show has been a memorial to Natasha and, and her legacy she had on Clint. And rightly so. Because... If I had to sit there with a person that I really loved and fight over who was going to die so I could make it, that would severely affect me. And I love that we're seeing it in the show. I tell you this, Marvel does such a good job at taking established things and making them mean way more than they did in the moment. Because now, like Natasha's death in Endgame was emotional. But now when I go rewatch Endgame yes. and Clint lets her go, she jumps. 
that's gonna I'm gonna feel that way more now after seeing what it does to Clint in the aftermath. I want to say one thing though to clarify: he does not let her go. She lets go of him. She jumps mm -hmm. off. It's not Clint who does it. That's a very important distinction we got to make because he didn't want it to happen. He was gonna sacrifice himself. You see it. They're back and forth and back and mm -hmm. forth. She lets go of him. Yep. Let me go, and she jumps off. So it's the perfect way to have Clint not be an idiot and a jerk and to have Black Widow's sacrifice mean everything in the world so that they could fight and get this, as he puts it in the episode, a stupid rock, mm -hmm. which is awesome. I love that. Yeah, which we'll jump right into that scene. So mm -hmm. the next scene, there's some stuff. He goes back to the apartment, checks on the dog, and sees... What, what's that guy's name? Oh, geez. Griff? Grills. Grills, yes. Grills is his name. Grills has a good good role in this episode. I like yes, Grills. he does. But yeah, he goes back to the apartment. Grills has been watching the dog. But then Clint leaves again. And we see him approach a plaque that has the original six Avengers names on it. And the following scene is, is great. We... I, this has been my favorite reference to that movie for sure. I love that there's a plaque with their six names on it. But what really stuck out to me in this is Clint's dialogue. And he's talking to Natasha. I really need to talk with you right now. And he, he says, you know, I've replayed that in my head a thousand times. And he's talking about when she jumped off and she sacrificed herself. I've replayed that in my head a thousand times, hoping for a different outcome. But I do my best every day to earn what you gave me. And what she gave him was really another shot at life. Another shot to not be Ronin. And to have a normal life with his family and everything like that. Because it, it makes sense that Black Widow was the one to go. As yeah. much as I wish it mm -hmm. wasn't that. She does not have a family as, as much. Yelena's is here, but... Clint does. He has three kids, a wife. It just makes sense for him to survive. And I like that it, that's how it went down. But I, I love his line delivery because it's so genuine. Jeremy Renner's acting, again, stands out in this scene. This whole series, his acting has been top-notch. And I've just really enjoyed watching his performance. And I've been talking to a couple people. And they've been saying how this whole show has felt really slow. And the plot hasn't advanced enough in each episode. But to me, lack of plot advancement for great deep character moments is always better. I'm a character guy. Yep. Agreed. Ca character over plot. That's why Lost is such one of my favorite shows is we get to know those characters so well. Same with this. We're getting to know Clint and Kate very well in five episodes we've had. That's it. We've only had five episodes of these people. But I think we need it because you also have to introduce a new character in Echo. Mm -hmm. You need to reintroduce Yelena, who has had almost, I think, eight years of, eight or nine years of off screen treatment. You got to bring her back into the fold. You got to bring another character back into the fold, which we'll talk about at the end of this episode. But this show is doing a lot. And I really, I still do wonder how they're going to cap it off in one final episode that is probably going to be about 45 minutes. I know it's really interesting to, to think about how they're going to end it next week. What, what are they going to do? How will this show end? We'll talk about it later at the end of this, but 
All right, so after that scene, Clint calls his wife, Laura, and they, he discusses his plan, and then he goes to the gym and retrieves the Ronin suit. So actually, at the end of the last scene, he tells Natasha that he's very sorry for what he's about to do. Mm-hmm. Which, which I, epic I viewed it as, since Natasha's died, he hasn't put on the Ronin suit. Hmm. So I didn't take that as necessarily he was going to go back into his murderous ways as Ronan. I don't think so either. I just think no. putting the suit on was enough to make him feel remorseful mm. for doing it again. But yeah, then we get that funny scene where the tracksuit. The, the bros. <laughs> yes. They're driving in the, the trust a bro truck. And yes. the, the arrow, they're, they're talking about brass knuckles. It's pretty funny. The arrow comes flying through the windshield. <laughs> And the Imagine Dragons guy, he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> Meet me where you first met Ronan. And then the, it's addressed to Maya. And then the other guy goes, but we're not Maya. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my gosh. And he rolls his eyes. That's hilarious. So, yeah, he tells Maya to meet him. Then the next scene, we cut the, the tracksuit mafia surrounding Maya in like a stakeout type thing. And then we proceed to see Clint in a very Batman-esque scene, yes. taking out the tracksuit mafia. Brought me right back to Batman Begins. That's very good. So he sneaks around, takes them out one by one. Then it ends with a fight with Maya. And it's a really, I thought it was a really good fight. And they really used uh, her prosthetic leg really yes. well in this scene. I think she blocked the sword yeah, twice. She, yeah. I'm like, dang, that's I was a liking that. really yeah. cool use of that leg. It's like, there are benefits to disabilities. I mean, we don't always see that, but it, it was an interesting take on it. Little nitpick, though. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. The problem with the action in these shows is it will never reach the heights of the Netflix show, specifically Daredevil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The action in this episode was good. It was I liked the fist fight and everything, but... The choreography was a little off. Mm -hmm. I watched it. I noticed it the first time, and I, I really did the second time as I was watching the fight. But it just, there was, it was a little clunky. I wish it was a little bit smoother. And when I do view these action scenes, I always compare it to Daredevil. And I don't know, it's, it's not a good thing because, but I've seen three seasons of awesome action in Daredevil, fist fighting specifically, and that's what this is. So when I see stuff that is kind of like this, and it's not bad by any means, but like specifically Loki, their fist fighting and action in that was not very great. Jump cuts and everything, it just wasn't. No, great. yeah. But that just, that's yeah. just a little nitpick. Still a great scene and a scene where we find out that Hawkeye was not necessarily just on a killing spree mm -hmm. when she killed Maya's father. He was tipped off by an informant who was working for Wilson Fisk, the big man, as he puts it, your boss. And so we get, and from then, from that point on, Maya's like, I really got to reevaluate. He's li He's got to be lying. But then she goes and asks the one guy with the curly hair, I forget his name, why weren't you there that night? Mm -hmm. And she's starting to question everything, and I like. And he was very suspicious. Oh yeah. He oh, was. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get a call. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know why I wasn't there. Why are you asking me, Maya? <laughs> I'd like to also shout out her acting 
as well. I forgot that she, I just forget that she is literally a deaf person in real life mm -hmm. because she plays the role so well. It, and the whole interaction between her and Clint was great. You kept cutting in and out from getting audio shots mm. of Clint back to her perspective of her reading his, his mouth. And yes. That, that's a really cool scene. I like that a lot. I like getting that perspective of the deaf side of things because it really begs the question, how will the Echo Show be? Is it going to be like that a lot? I wouldn't hate that. I think it'd be really interesting and really cool to see. Because we have seen Marvel take different approaches to shows this year. Mm -hmm. With WandaVision, that was huge risk, doing that sitcom whole format. So we'll see if they mess around with their format a lot. I think there's going to be... I think she's going to be in it with other recognizable characters. Mm. I would not be surprised if Daredevil shows up in this show. But again, yes. So um, I think after that, it's the end, right? Yeah. So after that scene, we see Yelena tailing Eleanor in the city. It turns out she decided to take Kate's mm. advice and figure out exactly who hired her. As the episode ends... Yelena sends Kate a video of Eleanor, the person who hired her to kill Clint. And that news hits Kate like a brick, especially after the tender moment she had with her mom earlier in the mm. episode. But Eleanor isn't alone in the video. She's with Kingpin, the man Clint has been worried about this entire time. Boom! Kingpin, MCU, let's go, baby. I was... I was sitting at work and I got a video on Snapchat and it was my buddy Andrew and he's got a video up and he's sitting there and he's like, yo dude, about to watch Hawkeye. So I swiped up and I was like, hey, no spoilers. I got to watch it tonight. And I clicked <laughs> off and I saw the text and I was like, oh, he sent me another thing. I really shouldn't have opened it. What was I thinking? <laughs> but I, I opened it up and in all caps, it was Kingpin. And I was like, no, listen, it's not that big a deal. I figured he was going to be in the episode anyway, but it was just funny. And then he, he felt really bad and apologized. His, it, oh, dude, this is just awesome. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy. We're just so much closer to getting Daredevil now. So much closer. And we might even get him tonight. I don't think he's going to be in it. Who I don't knows? think he's going to be knows? in No Way Home. Well, like you said, he'll be in Echo. We're, we're going to see Daredevil. He'll be Let's here soon. Let's freaking go. Yes. We'll, not only is it Wilson Fisk, Kingpin, but it is Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio reprising his role. And I just love the whole reveal. You see the picture. Then boom, cuts to black. The Grinch starts You're playing. You're a mean one. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you wait till the end of the credits, you can see an outline of Wilson Fisk at the very last shot. And it, it's he is here. So I really think that's an indication of he is going to have a presence in the last episode. He is going to have scenes. I don't think they would really tease this and not give us anything in the final episode. I do think he's going to play in effect. And I, of course, because Eleanor went and met with him. Yep. And we get that reveal. Eleanor... Like I've been saying, yes, and this is was where, the one behind it all. This is where I give you complete <laughs> and utter credit. You were right, man. Your theory was spot on from last week. Jack was just a fall guy, set up by Eleanor, and she is the one who's behind it all. She is the main villain, or, or, or one of them, who we'll see. But I think I think things are going to come to a head. 
uh, in the future. Who knows? We could see Yelena, Clint, Kate, and Echo all teaming up against the big man himself. So that's what I loved about this episode. That's why I think it was the perfect episode because it sets up this finale exactly how I wanted it to. Maya's character, they put her in doubt of the big man, Wilson Fisk, in doubt of her uncle, mm. his motives. Yelena, she has that talk with Kate and then she sees Eleanor with Kingpin at the end. She's like, maybe I don't want to be doing this. And then Kate and Clint, we can potentially have those four team up. And then we get the Kingpin reveal at the end. It, I think it just sets up for an awesome finale next week. I like how much hype a grainy photograph <laughs> of a photograph can give me. I, I hey, was it, was so a, it was a video, man. It was a video. Well, we didn't see the video. We just saw the photograph yeah, of her and Wilson Fisk <laughs> in the white suit, just like after Daredevil Ooh. season three. So, so, so let's talk about Daredevil. Okay. What do we think? is going to happen to that continuity. Do you think it was in the MCU and then... Because Wilson Fisk, pretty screwed up guy, end of, spoiler alert for Daredevil Season 3, end of Daredevil Season 3, he's in prison. Mm -hmm. So what do, what do we think? You think Kevin Feige is going to just make that stuff MCU canon? Or is he going to just call this Wilson Fisk a variant of some kind? Because as a Marvel executive and big advocate for Disney+, Plus, you wouldn't want to make a Netflix show canon, would you? Because that is your direct rival, Netflix. Yep. So it's really... Because the, the Daredevil show is just top tier. It is so good. But what are they going to do about it? I think we will have... And I'll give my theory on what I think will happen, but I think the answer will be given to us in uh, just about four <laughs> hours. Because depending on how and if Daredevil is in this, I think we'll get our answer. Because I, <laughs> I just, how, how they're in it, I really don't know. But I, I think they are in, if they're in a separate universe... Are they going to merge today? Is this what happens and this takes place after Spider-Man No Way Home? Do the universes merge and this is how they are? I don't think so because Kingpin obviously has an established presence. So is this the MCU version of Kingpin or has the Netflix shows always existed up until this point? Yeah, I, I think it's an MCU's twist on Kingpin. I think it's just a nod to the Daredevil show by bringing in... Vincent I agree. D'Onofrio and mm -hmm. Charlie Cox, which was confirmed last week. He's going to be in MCU. Yep. When we see him, where we see him is yet to be seen. How <laughs> we see him. I love Kevin Feige because he answers your question without answering it. It's beautiful. That man is a genius. But yeah, it, it'll have to be just variants. Mm. Same actors can play them, but the, it doesn't necessarily have to be no for no what happened right in the you show. don't have to watch daredevil even though you should watch daredevil agreed you don't have to to know what's going on and i'm assuming after justice kingpin reveal yesterday 
that that Daredevil show will spike up so much. Oh, yeah. Because uh, everyone's watching Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. So then they're going to be like, oh, wait, who's this? Oh, wait, he was in this show for three seasons? Oh, my God. Yeah, go watch the show because it's freaking <laughs> awesome. I just, I really want to see how the MCU is going to take Wilson Fisk. Because as we know, this guy is brutally violent. Oh, yeah. I want to know, how are they going to adapt this dark, violent character and put him on a Disney Plus screen? I just hope the acting is consistent yeah. with how... Because he is phenomenal. I know I use that word a lot, but he is so good in that show. <laughs> like his... Vanessa, whenever he talks about her, like, you took her away from me! Like, he's so, like, aggressively violent and, like, dramatic with his dialogue. But it works, and it's so good. Like, I, I hope they keep that going. In Me too. The yeah. MCU shows. He, and where we'll see him next? Probably in the Echo show. Maybe Spider-Man. Because <laughs> first and foremost, we know that Kingpin is a Spider-Man villain. And he just we, is. We do need a sixth member to our Sinister Six. I <laughs> think it's going to be Venom. But yeah, whether we see... All our questions will be answered in four hours. <laughs> which is crazy to think about. But... Yeah, I just enjoy the people listening to us just hearing us. Uh, I know. In our <laughs> we exist. This, this is history right now. Yep. This is the last four hours of our life where we have not seen No Way Home. Right. Let's take this in, Ben. We <laughs> are, without getting into it, because this is the Hawkeye review, but it's just crazy that this is pre-No Way Home. And we haven't seen it yet. And a lot is going to change in four hours. <laughs> with questions and answers and so just as a game plan for you guys who listen to it tomorrow we will be recording a spider-man no way home reaction we're going to have it up tomorrow as well and um we're going to be thinking about that a lot and we're probably going to do another reaction once we get our thoughts together and see it again and then that'll be our full encompassing plot details and thoughts and I was thinking maybe I'll try and record some stuff when I'm in the theater a second time <laughs> on my phone. You know? Don't you? Dude, I've done it before. Why would you do that? Because. No, at this point, Hold on, just what? go online and find a pirate. Oh, yeah, that's true. Don't do it. That's, bro, I, don't be that guy. Are you kidding me? What, what's the problem? You're going to voice record it? No, 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 no. Like, like just what? <laughs> record it on my camera. <laughs> Why? No, 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 no. Like, like a video. Yeah, yeah. Why? You're going to pirate the No Way Home? On my second viewing. <laughs> All right, guys. So you heard it from Ben. Second viewing of movies. It's find it illegally pirate movies. Dude, if I want Listen, I could show you right now scenes from Last Jedi and Infinity War that I went and recorded. Legit. <laughs> I brought my iPad into the movie. <laughs> Why did you do this? I didn't post it or anything. I know, I just, but... I just because I want so I wanted it. to see it. I wanted to see because <laughs> I, I recorded Thor's entrance in Wakanda uh, again because I just wanted to see that scene again and again. I played it again and again and again. I just I just picturing you in the movie theater whipping out your iPad full brightness, just standing there. <laughs> I didn't no. I got it really good. I didn't bother anyone. I sat in my seat and I I had it like this. There was no brightness or anything. You're that guy, man. I. I what do you mean? I, I despise you, Ben. What you, do you mean? You can't be filming scenes from a movie. Why not? 
Because it's just wrong. It's not movie ethics. It's illegal. And I just lost all respect. But if it's <laughs> only for me, what's the problem? Like, it's, it's only for my enjoyment. Like, I'm not going to exploit this thing or put it out or anything like that. Like, it's only for me. I haven't done it since. But I never really thought that it was bad. Like, putting it out online, that's where you cross the line. Okay. Like, when you, put, when you put a scene out, like, when I got spoiled for Endgame, Cap lifts Thor's hammer. Like, that is breaking movie ethics. If I want to see that scene again, oh, let me just go on YouTube and look it up. And that's any casual fan. That's, I mean, why go see the movie again if you can just look it up on YouTube? That's where I draw a line. But if I'm recording it for myself, it's not, I really don't see a problem with that. All right. DM us. What do you guys think? <laughs> Is there a problem with Ben whipping out his iPad middle of the movie and recording a scene? Just let us know. But listen, you got to know that I am not standing up. It is right in the middle of my chest, so no one really is bothered by it. It is only for me. All right. You guys can let us know what you think about that. I'm not going to do it. But I was thinking, I was like, huh, interesting. That'd be kind of cool. All right. Back into Hawkeye. You got anything else? Oh, yes. All right. Um, so Eleanor see. and Val. Did Eleanor hire Val mm. to hire Yelena to kill Clint? Who was hired by Kingpin. It's a whole chain of command. You kind of yeah. get the Attack of the Clones style vibes where Darth <laughs> Sidious hires Count Dooku, who hires Jango Fett, who hires Zam Wessel, who then uses two worms to kill Padme. <laughs> Jeez, just go kill her yourself, man. <laughs> I mean, why do you got to go through all these people? But we know Kingpin is notorious for using other people to do his dirty work. Mm -hmm. So That's how he um, can stay, keep his hands clean consistently. It's really confusing, isn't it? Because... At this point, we don't know who Val is with mm -hmm. or what her motives are. We only have the post credit scene in Black Widow and the scene from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Her recruiting these anti-heroes to do something. Is she in league with Kingpin? I don't know. Why would you need Eleanor and Val, you know? Yeah. So I'm thinking Eleanor's in league with Kingpin, but Val has probably never spoken or heard of kingpin i think eleanor went right to val and actually last week we see eleanor in last week's episode she's on the phone with someone after clint and kate leave the apartment mm. i think that could be val she's talking to and in that scene we then she's calling val and then the next scene we get is the Black Widow end credit scene. Mm. And Val approaches Yelena, which Yelena said, it's my vacation. So clearly it's urgent that Clint needs to be addressed now. So I think the end credit scene of Black Widow coincides. It takes place as Hawkeye's taking place. All right. I think that's a great... Yes, I think that is what's happened. I like it. Yeah, so what, what, what are your... What do we think this finale... Like, we don't know. <laughs> what is, is this gonna, all leading up is to? Is he going to end up fine at the end? Is he going to get to go home? Or I don't think they're going to put Kingpin back in jail. I think he's going to stay a presence. He's not going to... They're not going to bring Kingpin back, have him appear in one full episode, and then put him in jail. Kingpin is going to remain a threat. Mm -hmm. The question here is how can Kingpin remain a threat 
but Clint can still be home for Christmas because that's what we all want. We want Clint home on Christmas Day with his family. How can that happen? I don't know if it will. <laughs> I really don't. I, I just no. I don't. I listen. I want to see it happen, but I don't know if it will. I don't think it's realistic at this point with how many players and how what's going on. Maybe Clint won't be home for Christmas, mm. but all will be revealed. Uh, partially tonight, partially on Wednesday. One hundred percent on Wednesday. Well, yes. So, so what are we thinking? We know Loki has a season two. Yes. Do we think Hawkeye could potentially get a season two? No. No? I don't think so. I think what this is setting up, helping set up, is a Young Avengers film. And I was not really excited for it at all until this show with Kate Bishop. And Yelena. I don't know if Yelena would be part of the Young Avengers. Technically, I think, canonologically, she's... 25 or 30. I don't know. Who knows what it defines a young Avenger? Because Kate, she's they gotta 22. Be, they got to be teens to like 25 <laughs> if at most. Right there, the cutoff, Kate Bishop. Well, but I we just, don't have enough characters at this point to have a young Avengers team. Yes, but so, I'm, I'm glad now because I think probably Miss Marvel will be a part of that team. <laughs> well, 100%. She's yes, in her own show. But I just, I am excited now because. If I see it, I'm going to show up for Kate Bishop. Yeah. Because I really like her character. And I'm glad I do. I didn't think it was going to happen. But they really did turn me around on her character. And I'm really enjoying when she fills the screen. She she is a great character. Like, just an awesome introduction with that scene and everything else we've gotten from her. She's just grown more and more of me. She's just become a staple of not only this show... But one of the biggest stars in the MCU right now, quote unquote, you know, biggest stars right now. Right in fame. Now. Yes. Yeah. But I think if you were to go with Young Avengers, you'd have Spider-Man on there too. Mm. Without a doubt. Oh, then I, I want to see that movie. You know? <laughs> I want to see have, that movie right now. You'd have the marketing of, oh, hey, it's Young Avengers, but Spider-Man's there. Yeah. He's going to lead the team. Yo, Spider-Man and Kate Bishop. What do we think about that pair? <laughs> Probably not. Like no. what? To Pete, date? Pete's got, or to yeah, work? Pete's got MJ. He doesn't need Kate Bishop. But maybe not after tonight. So we're not going to record a pre... No. Pre No Way Home video. So why don't we just do it here? What things we can say now that we won't be able to say? No, later? let's not. Let's not. Why not? <laughs> this is just a Hawkeye review. All it's right. just the Hawkeye. All right. This will be it. I, I think... I think that does wrap it up. I right. think we've hold talked up, it to up. death. Uh, yeah. Hawkeye. Okay. Will Hawkeye appear in No Way Home? No. Okay. Let's see. Let's see you get proven wrong tonight. All right. We're going to see Wolverine tonight. Why would We're you? We're going to see that. The Daredevil is going to have a 30-minute action sequence. You know, We're going <laughs> to Wilson Fisk. We're no, getting no, Nova. No. Nova confirmed tonight. Let's I, go. <laughs> <laughs> I got big hopes for this movie. Man. Go ahead. Well, listen, man. I really don't think... Temper your expectations. Dude, I'm I, just kidding, man. I know. You're not kidding. I know I you're not. Because I, I, <laughs> I'm right there with you, unfortunately. Fortunately, no. The, the amount of excitement that I feel is very insane because not many things can do this to me, you know? And it's insane that this movie can at our age, you know? Because we're growing up and the fact that I've had stress dreams about this movie is 
should tell me enough that I'm, I'm just, I'm really just excited for it. And oh, we only got to wait four more hours. Yeah, I'm just so pumped that these movies and this awesome MCU is unfolding right before our eyes in a prime age where mm. we can fully invest ourselves into it. Yes. So we don't have kids right now. We don't, you know, it's just perfect timing. I don't care. <laughs> I'm planning, uh, I'm planning my kids around the release of Marvel. <laughs> but yes, it's nice that this is happening right now. You know, it's just, we're lucky to be living right now. I'll tell you this, Spider-Man No Way Home will be the best Christmas present I've ever received. <laughs> Holy cow. All those people who got Ethan presents in the past, you know, sorry. <laughs> you can't compare to a full feature film by Marvel Studios. Sorry. Kevin Feige himself <laughs> has bought me a present. <laughs> and it's Spider-Man. Listen, man, it's a birthday gift to me. My birthday's on Sunday. So <laughs> this right here is my... My birthday present from Kevin. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, bro. Thank you, Kevin Feige. Appreciate it. <laughs> thanks, to, uh, thanks, for, thanks for thanking of me. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, think, I think that does it, though. We've talked, we've talked Hawkeye. We're hyped for No Way Home. And we'll have this one out pretty much immediately. I'm going to post this right now. Um, but um, leave your comments down below. What do you think will happen in the finale of Hawkeye? Hawkeye we get it next week and it's gonna be it promises to be pretty insane and uh, I just want to say I hope everyone has a good theater going experience for No Way Home I really hope no one has gotten it spoiled we've already had a few bite the dust and I, I feel really bad but I know that I haven't been spoiled and I, I think here. that you haven't been spoiled either so it's really nice I just really hope that we don't go into the theater tonight and everyone sees us wearing our Spider-Man mask and shout out I might, so I might go in with my uh, my headphones. On I would right I, here. listen. I wouldn't blame you. Hummin, Hummin's the yeah the Spider Man soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. So I hope that everyone has a um, a great Spider Man No Way Home experience, uh, and we will see you tomorrow with our Spider Man No Way Home uh, reaction. So uh, look forward to that. But. Uh, Anyways, this is Ben Rayside. This is Ethan Wetzloff. Signing off, we hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel.